1: Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas.
2: Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully. With expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com.
5: Let the dogs
0: out, you know, like who let the dogs out. Ooh, ooh. Off the Hook airing on offthehooksports.com, your home for real news, real opinions, and what really matters about Tennessee athletics. Always available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, TuneIn, iHeart. Like, share, follow, subscribe. Always available wherever you find your favorite podcasts.
6: Amanda, that's what I'm talking about. Can you hear me okay, Amanda? Yeah. Are you digging the yeah. music?
5: It's a, it's a lot. Uh, yeah. Unexpectedly.
6: Yeah, well, I like to surprise you. So, the things you don't know about... Uh, look at you dancing. You're digging the music.
5: It's not like the YouTube, like, terrible, like the we
6: chill pop We thank our friends at grand torino for allowing us to use their music if you like grand torino or this podcast please stop and hit that subscribe and like button will show up on your feed more often and boy are we loaded today so hit the subscribe and like button on the program today i've got a little bit of jacob warren talking about some standout players in Tennessee's first uh, scrimmage, Tennessee's first week of practice. We've got Cooper Mays. How did Cooper Mays get the name Cooper? That is an interesting story that was told before. Amanda, do you know the story? Yes. Okay. But I'm going back in time a little bit because we did some of these uh, interviews a long time ago, but I think it's a very funny story. And then we'll look back on the scrimmage. That was Tuesday. Uh, and depending on where you're listening, when you're listening, that could have been yesterday, but we'll talk about the scrimmage, Tennessee scrimmage. But first, good morning, Amanda LaFrada. How are you?
5: Good morning, Dave. I'm doing well. How are you this morning?
6: I'm well. And by the way, for those listening, we do get started at eight thirty now. If, uh, if you can adjust your clocks, we'd greatly appreciate that. And we'll be with you up until 10 o'clock. Also on the program today, we'll visit with the gentleman who covers the Florida Gators and we'll talk to him and get his thoughts on that goofy point spread that still just does not make a whole lot of sense, um, the the five and a half. You, you're a better gambler than me, Amanda. Where would you have put it again?
5: I don't know if I would say I'm a better gambler. I'm just a more experienced gambler. So, I I mean, I think they have it right on the money, to be honest. I think they they've done their due diligence, and they have it right on the money.
6: All right, so we've got, uh, it's a winning Wednesday. We've got a lot of stuff to give away. Looking forward to that from Alice Ness Barbecue, from craft treats, from how about a hooker shirt that we will be able to give away on the program today? So looking forward to that. So we're going to send out messages throughout the program, but you can go ahead if you want to and message us here and we'll get back in touch with you. And we will pick one lucky contestant that will win a hooker shirt. And you can go with the heather gray. You can go with the orange, the white, or the black. So, got a lot to choose from. Sizes a whole nine yards. And we'll take care of you. Also, we've got prizes to give away from our friends at Craft uh, Treats. We've got prizes to give away from our friends at Alice Barbecue. So, a lot going on. Go ahead and get on board now. The sooner you give us your thoughts on what's happening in the sports world, the sooner we can pick some winners, and we're going to do that because it is a winning Wednesday. All right, let's get off and rolling. It's the down and dirty at 830. Um, Let's start with Tennessee's scrimmage yesterday. Amanda, the news coming out of the scrimmage that, yes, there is a competition at left tackle. Darnell Wright will play right tackle. Jabari Small, I'm hearing, may end up locking down that, Lion's share. I hate saying first team, and you, you pointed that out yesterday with two. Everybody runs two running backs now, but he might be the lion share guy based off what I've heard yesterday. Now, Justin Williams Thomas, I think still is more has more physical ability. Struggling a little bit with the swing passes, I've been told catching the ball out of the backfield. Also struggling um, a little bit with his top end speed, I, and I think this offense is going to lean towards speed and the Dylan Sampson's of the world. Jabari Smalls of the World are faster than Justin Williams Thomas, who may be a better overall back. So that's a couple of notes out of scrimmage. Jeremy Banks had a big interception. You can follow this at off the hooksports.com. And another great piece at Off The HookSports.com, I want to encourage you to check out is a piece that Amanda did. And I, I I won't do it due diligence if if I describe it. So you go for it. And basically every point you made it was absolutely correct. Tennessee and I talked to some more people in the media yesterday. Not being ranked was a very big surprise. Not being in that 18 to 20, 21, 22 range was a big surprise, but talk about your column and what you laid out for people cuz I thought it was good stuff.
5: So, I just took a look at three different teams that were in the top 25 that I thought hmm, maybe not. And I did like a dive into what they who they were returning, what they were um Expecting out of the season, who they lost from last season, and their transfers, and who they were transferring in. And I was three of these teams, I was just like, Tenn- Tennessee's gonna be better than these three. Like, they're, they're gonna when be they're better favored than this
6: over, three. when they're favored over already.
5: Yeah, yeah, they're favored over someone already.
6: So I don't know how they can't be ranked, but the three teams, I don't know,
5: um, Pittsburgh, Texas, and last one just did this Ole Miss sorry Ole Miss
6: Ole Miss no shots at Lane Kiffin fired who by the way had some interesting comments that we're going to get to but I think Tennessee is better than all of those yeah I agree
5: with that
6: anything could happen with an Ole Miss um, because of the offense they run that is very uh, similar but in that it scores a lot of points, it's not really a similar offense, but I mean, anything can happen in that sort of game. But Lane Kiffin, by the way, said Tuesday that when he met with reporters, he said he gave a little update on where Ole Miss stands at this point in fall camp. He said, quote, I think we're probably close. The variables being all the new guys. So probably not where we would want to be normally, but you do have to take that into consideration, man. Can he just whine and gripe and gripe and gripe. So the money and resources aren't there for Lane Kiffin to match an Alabama, Georgia, Tennessee use the richest programs in the sec. And um, so he can't go out and buy players in Iowa's like other schools can. Maybe, maybe they're not, who knows, but he can take in the transfer portal and, He is just so transparent, Amanda. He's harping about half of the players could be new players with this new transfer portal thing. That's all well and good, Amanda. But he's saying that to say the transfer portal is craziness and something needs to change about the NIL. I think that's that's his end-all spin. So he's like – he's basically – like, one flew over the cuckoo's nest. Jack Nicholson is like, I'm just going to be as crazy as I can be. If you've called me crazy, now I'm going to be crazy. So, it's what Lane Kiffin's doing. He's being crazy with the transfer board.
5: Well, didn't he already call out the NIL? I was pretty sure that he already said it was, like, going to ruin college football. Yeah. And I don't disagree with that. Um, but what he said to the media is very telling because no coach comes out and says, well, um, we got a lot of new guys, so we're not looking exactly like what I thought we'd be looking like. And we're not looking as great as everyone is telling us that we look or that they're expecting from us. So I don't know. Like, I think that maybe, maybe we won't be as good this year. I mean, literally what coach comes out and says that?
6: Yeah, I love how Lane Kiffin, it's generally not a good thing to say. You want to lower expectations. But I also have to love, Amanda, how Lane Kiffin comes out and says that he's not sure who the starting quarterback will be. Of course, they had a transfer from Southern California. And that the way they played previously has no impact on whether or not they will play at Ole Miss. Come on. You don't go out and get a dude. At quarterback from Southern California to come in and sit the bench for three years. It has an impact. He will receive early first team practice snaps. Come on, Lane. Come on.
5: Yeah, he's uh, he's not giving anything away, but I also see and kind of feel the disappointment in his in his words because he is I he's not a happy Kiffin right now. He's not a happy Kiffin.
6: Not a happy Giffen. Okay, I can yeah. take that. And then Saturday down south before some national news came out with their top twenty-five players, which is is interesting. It's I think yes, it is a list. And Amanda and I are, have grown very tired of lists. But who do you he think doesn't. is who do you think is number one on the Saturday down south list of top players in the SEC? Has to be the husband guy. Right? <sighs>
5: I would say it's Will Anderson. I mean, I haven't looked at the list actually, and I would hope it would be Will Anderson because he's the best player in the country, to be honest. But who knows?
6: Yeah, I would take Will Anderson, but they took Bryce Young. Now this is a, a national. I think I misspoke. This is a national list. So okay. after that, C.J. Stroud of Ohio State, Caleb Williams uh, of USC, and then if you uh, Spencer Rattler of Southern California. And then you have. No. No. McGall, Coastal Carolina. What?
5: Spencer Rattler is South Carolina. Carolina what I say? Southern California. Again.
6: Yeah, the other USA. So no. in in the end, I'm, I'm looking at this list and I, I know the idea is to create talk. And these are the top 25 quarterbacks in, in college football. But I don't know that Spencer Rattler is number five. Do you?
5: No, okay, so this is a list of top 25 quarterbacks. 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 Okay, you said players. I was so confused. My boss. Um, I
6: did misspeak. Um, So what do you think Hindenhooker came
5: from? Honestly, they put Spencer Rattler at five?
6: Yes, and I'll just give you a hint. He's way above Hooker. Really? (laughs) I wouldn't lie to you.
5: So,
6: if he's way above Hooker, I'm going to go Hooker at 22. Ooh, not bad. He's not that quite that far off. So, let's go down the rest of the list uh, as far as the SEC guys. So, you had Spencer Rattler, as I mentioned, is number four at South Carolina. And then you go down the list, K.J. Jefferson in Arkansas is at number eight. We keep rolling through the SEC, and then we get to, oh, we're at 12. Will Levis of Kentucky. Would you take Hendon Hooker or Will Levis? Right Hinden now. Hendon
5: Hooker. i Hooker. take Hendon Hooker.
6: I would take. And then you have Hendon Hooker at number 14. Is
5: in- it, isn't Will uh, Levis the one that puts mayo in his coffee? Yes. You, Ew. Ew.
6: Not good? Not good,
5: it's disgusting.
6: By the way, the place you need to go to get your coffee is Honey Bee Coffee. Tell us about Honey Bee Coffee. You're drinking a cup right now, they've got locations that are all over Knoxville, but you can also order online. So simply go to their website, it's all over our page. You can click on sports.com and go and, and find uh, their website, but just go straight to them. Uh, it's easy enough to Google Um, a honeybee coffee and you will find it. But you can order all the coffee there and you do the coolest thing. You order like once a month and you grind your beans. Mm -hmm. It's top 5% of beans in the world. And then you're good in coffee for the month. So that's pretty strong.
5: Yeah. Uh, Speaking of strong, coffee, strong. It is veteran owned. It is, like you said, top 5% of beans in the world. So go to the bees and not the bucks.
6: Go to the bees and not the bucks. I love that. She makes it up. She's a marketing whiz. All right, so some more things that we wanted to get to from a national perspective is Serena Williams announcing her retirement, and it was it was almost like because she may have won a major pregnant, she came back and won another major after she was pregnant. I think we just assumed that she was gonna play tennis until she was eighty. That's not really possible to do. It it is one of the finest careers we saw Bill Russell pass away. I think he's the best team athlete as far as success in the history of United States athletics. But if you'll take an individual, she's right up there. Now, she's going to be one short, it looks like, of winning the overall most majors in her career. But that was uh, Mary Porter, I believe, is how you pronounce her name. And she was able to make the trip to Australia a lot when a lot of the great players. I mean, this is back in the 60s. A lot of the great players didn't make that trip. So like half of hers are the Australian Open. So when you really look and you compare and contrast, there's no doubt that she is the greatest women's tennis player in the, the, the history of man. And then Rafael Nadal has 22 Grand Slam titles. Serena has twenty three, so we really have have seen something incredibly unique here in in the run of tennis with Serena Williams. I, I'm not a big movie guy, but I'm a movie guy if it kind of feels like a documentary. And the whole Chris Rock getting slapped thing—that you know Will Smith won an Oscar that night for King Richard. Have you seen that movie?
5: No, it looked good, but I haven't seen it.
6: Astonishingly good. Like, astonishingly good. Like, the dad basically says, I'm handling this, and I love you to death, but my kids aren't going to play in these little pro-ams around the place because it just runs their body down, and they're not going to play. Meanwhile, this coach has invested millions in them to live in this home in Florida, and he's paying them. And he has to wait three years for them to finally turn pro. But the coolest part, spoiler alert, is at the very end, he puts his arm, because Serena plays a very small part in it. It's mostly about Venus. So he puts his arm around Serena, and he goes, I know this is hard for you watching Venus win. He said, but this is my plan all along. I get chills just thinking about this. My plan all along was you're going to be the greatest of all time and that was and when, and that was like the closing scene. Sorry, spoiler alert. But it was it's a phenomenal movie. I would one of the best sports movies I've seen. I mean, really, probably top 10, but there's a lot of good sports movies. Um and then the live tour, you know, we got news that they're not going to be able to take part in the FedEx Cup.
5: Well, good. Good for them. Yep. Good for, good for that judge to come down and say, you know what, this is, you have not proven that you've been, you know, wrongly, I don't know what the word is, but that this has harmed you financially or anything. And you knew the risk going in, you knew that this was against PGA rules. And so we're not going to come out and support, like, we're not going to, This not going to fly. And I appreciated that.
6: Agreed. I want to get to uh, Cooper Mays and why he's called Cooper. But first, I did want to address this, not from the perspective of whether or not he's guilty or innocent so much, Amanda. But now you have Roger Goodell saying that based off of his findings and what he determined through the third party investigator that, Amanda, he is he thinks a season suspension is very much in line. I, the, whether or not he did it, to all that, I'm I'm kind of beyond that point. I'm to the point. Why is the NFL doing this dog and pony show of having a third party arbitrator when ultimately they make the ultimate decision anyway? I mean, so it I mean, doesn't I,
5: come it, down on their shoulders,
6: but it does anyway. I mean,
5: it, it's just
6: it's just. But I I don't know. I Just give. A clear answer. Don't drag this thing on. You know, the NFL is so good in PR. They've turned it into a 12 month a year sport with free agency and the draft and reporting to camp. And they've done so good with PR, but it is almost like they completely go numbskull when it's discipline issues. It's just as if they have zero idea what they're doing.
5: They're trying to ride both sides of the fence. Like they're trying to to I mean, have their cake and eat it too, basically, which is a dumb saying, but they're trying to appease both sides, but without taking any of the blame.
6: That is, a dumb whatever. That is the dumbest saying ever. But I used it like three days ago with my
5: It's daughter. so stupid.
6: It my daughter's birthday. Um, my wife said, "I was like three in the morning, I was like, I want a piece of cake. And my wife said, hey, um, well, we're out of cake. I said, well, you can't have your cake and eat it too. So I, that was... The first time in my thirty-eight years on this planet <clears throat> that I've used that saying. Have you ever used that saying once in your life?
5: Well, I just did. So, it,
6: I mean, that does that make sense to you? no,
5: it doesn't make sense. Of course, it doesn't make sense. It's like I think it's something. For some reason I think it's something from Marie Antoinette or something, that's what I've heard. But or she says let them eat cake? I don't know, it's something from that. But it's just like why do you why do you have cake if you're not gonna eat it? What's the point in having the cake? Like you can't have the cake and the ice cream, maybe, so you'd have to pick a dessert. But if you have the cake, what are you gonna what are you gonna do with the cake? You're supposed to eat the cake.
6: Oh, I'm down. I have no issue with it. Uh Feet down and dirty at 30. Brought to you by Vassie Lawn and Garden. They're not afraid to get dirty with their mowers, edgers, and trimmers. That's Vassy Lawn and Garden in Cleveland. Man alive, it's worth the drive. Toro, count on it. So we've got today's tough question coming up. Uh, but first, if, if you could be named after any one athlete, who would it be?
0: Mm-hmm.
6: For, everybody's named Jordan now. I mean, not now, but was. There was like a lot of Jordans. I like how people say it, It's not because Michael. Yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. Um, if, you could, one
5: athlete.
6: if you could be named after one athlete, I've got Amanda thinking, and that's my goal. Cooper, not Manning, but Mace talked to us about how he got his first name. And let's just say cooper manning had the hots for cooper mace's mom
5: still can't find a picture of her
6: sounds weird to say that i'm sure she's lovely she lives right there she lives in Knoxville. we'll go find her we'll just go to their house
5: i think that'd be weird just be like hey
6: Nah, kevin knows me kevin yeah kevin and i have a good time we throw down uh here is cooper hey. mace <laughs> Brought to you by City Heating and Air Conditioning. 50 years. That means integrity. That's why they're there. City Heat and Air dot com.
2: Because I guess so. My dad was a senior when Peyton was a freshman. And all the families kind of wait outside the tunnel after the game to meet their siblings or their son or their whatever. And I guess so when my mom was standing there waiting. Um, Cooper went up to his mom and was like, I'm going to marry that girl. What's her name? And my, uh, of course, Peyton's mom was like, Oh, well, she she's kind of taken, you know, whatever. And she came up and told my mom about it. And she was like, I, I like that name. I'm going to name my kid that. So here I am. So who is going to marry who? Help me make sure that I understand it. Co- Co- Cooper, so Cooper, Cooper Manning told his mom that he had found, like, he he saw the girl that he was going to marry, and that was my mom. <laughs> so based off, of, like, I, I guess based off of looks, that was what spurred the comment on. And then she, so Miss Manning came over to my mom and told her, and she was like, basically what she got out of it was she wanted the name. I guess not the guy.
6: I gotcha. So you're named after a guy that happens to be part of the biggest football family at all times and thinks your mom is super good looking. Yeah, yeah, exactly.
4: <laughs> we pulled,
6: I'm glad we boiled all that down into yeah. one little statement. There's a lot of layers. It's like an onion. It's okay. Like we could just. I don't want to go any deeper in that onion. The natural Ooh. follow is, "Is your mom hot?" But I didn't go there because Cooper's bigger and faster me, and we've talked about it. like if he wanted to beat me up and I ran from him, he probably will run like a four nine five. So maybe five flat in the combine, and I probably would run like a 7.5. So he would catch me. He said, well, if you can make it longer than 10 yards, I'm not going to chase you. And I said, well, I'm not going to make it 10 yards. So as they say in Sevierville, it's a mute point. Today's a tough question. Do you, do you have any thoughts of where you want to go on that? I've already thrown some things at you. You have. Cameron said, "You are so lovely today." By the way.
5: No, I think he's talking about Cooper Mays' mom.
6: Oh, Cameron said, yeah. "Oh, she's hot." Okay. Right. Yeah,
5: Watch yeah, it. yeah. We were talking about Cooper Mays' I'm mom. Hot too,
6: okay, with all due respect, so everybody's mm-hmm. hot here.
5: Ain't every everyone is hot here. Everybody's that should hot. be our tagline: Everybody's hot here.
6: <laughs> everybody's hot. Offtheguards.com, where everybody's hot or semi-hot. And Cameron has said, Yes, it is Cooper's mom. But Cameron, is Amanda hot? That's the question.
5: No, I don't want to. Cameron on the
6: spot? Okay. No,
5: please don't.
6: Okay. Well, I'm done. Then I won't do it. All right. It is time for uh, today's tough question as we get an opportunity to go to that. And it is brought to you today by our friends at Pedigo E Bikes of Chattanooga. I got more to tell you about them. It's today's tough question.
7: We do our research. Have
0: you done your research? We're working like heck. Today's tough question. What's the real debate? Are you sipping my super Guadalupe? Exclusively on Off the Hook Sports with Dave Hooker and Amanda LaFrada. You drinking my sake Chimosabi?
8: Oh my God.
6: All right, Amanda, today's tough question. That's your department. Cameron says Amanda's a friend. I couldn't think of her that way.
5: Thank you, Cameron. Thank you. You can say, I can, you can think.
6: A friend. He dodged of
5: that question. He dodged it, and I appreciate that. Right here.
6: All right. So, today's tough questions. And we will put on the Twitter, and you can vote. All right. What do we got?
5: So, I was going between, we were talking about some movie, I think, earlier. Yes, uh, King Richard. King Richard. Mm-hmm. What's your either, which mo- Which sports movie is the best and list four of them? Or who would you want to name your kid after? What athlete would you name your kid after?
6: I think they're both gold.
5: I think I wouldn't do sports movie.
6: Okay, so let's do let's do it this way. So mm-hmm. we can get your messages via our fantastic software that works most of the time. And we can get your messages from the Twitter, from the Facebook, from YouTube, I think. So, what is your favorite sports movie? Go ahead and type it in, and we'll create the list based off of your input. What is your favorite sports movie, Amanda? <laughs> Not King Richard for me. Caddyshack's mm-hmm. right up there. That's pretty gold.
5: Ten Cup's really good.
6: Tin Cup is good. But it's hard for me to watch Kevin Costner in a sports movie that's not filled with dreams because filled with dreams is so good.
5: Draft Day is really good. I know it's the Browns, but it is a really good movie.
6: I don't even think I've seen that. Is that a documentary or is that a real movie?
5: No, Kevin Costner's in it. He plays the GM of the Cleveland Browns.
6: Oh, so is it based off fact? No,
5: it's basically a Cleveland Browns. You know how for for the Browns they win the Super Bowl. Their Super Bowl every year is the draft. Yes. So it is basically them winning their Super Bowl. So them just completely destroying everybody in the draft. But it's really good. And it has um Black Panther in it. What's his name? I cried when he died, by the way. Cried.
6: Oh gosh, yeah. And it was such a terrible deal where he had cancer and um Oh, it's awful. I can't remember his name. Black Panther, by the way. For people that say, oh, I don't watch superhero movies. If you don't watch that one, you're stupid. So let's continue to work on that. Rocky, the highest grossing of all time. And then here just momentarily as time gets away from us, we're going to visit. With the gentleman who covers the Florida Gators. See if he thinks that the Gators should be five and a half point favorites. Today's tough question, which we're still massaging. Brought to you by Pedego Chattanooga, locally owned store where you'll be treated like family. The region's foremost electric bike experts. They put their hearts into helping you find the perfect electric bike and get the most out of it for many years to come. That's Pedego e-bikes in Chattanooga. Back in Two minutes and talking Gators. Tell me about Big Orange Phillies, Mr. Viles.
3: Gary
9: Viles here. I want to personally invite you to North Knoxville's newest sports bar and restaurant. It's Big Orange Phillies, located in Black Oak Center. And yes, folks, it's happening in halls. Big Orange Phillies offers family-friendly environment with homemade meals and the best deli-style subs around billiards, darts, jukebox, shuffleboard, and cornhole, and a full bar. We also offer valet parking on weekends and during special events. We even have a covered back patio. It's happening at Big Orange Phillies. We want, we need, and we appreciate your business.
3: Hi, Mike Davis here with City Heating and Air, reminding you to always dare to compare. Our team provides quality local heating and air service, installation, and maintenance across East Tennessee. We use only the best equipment like American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning for your residential, new construction, or commercial needs. Honesty, dependability, and customer satisfaction have been the cornerstones of our business since 1961. City Heat and Air. There's your This is Al's This
9: Barbecue Supplies, so come on in and see all the different rubs and sauces we have, plus a complete line of Green Mountain Grills. Don't be overwhelmed. We have plenty of help so you can produce the best barbecue and amaze your family and friends. Barbecue is America's food. We'll do what we can to bring you all the best products. We're Al's Nest Barbecue. The Chattanooga goes to grill.
6: It is worth a drive, so momentarily we're going to talk some Florida Gators as Tennessee is a a five-and-a-half-point favorite, apparently, um, over the Florida Gators, which really surprises me. Now, somebody said Hoosiers as the top sports movie. So Hoosiers is right up there. But, Glenn, I'm going to make mad here, and I'm not trying to. Maybe a tad bit overrated. Oh, did you love Hoosiers or did you like Hoosiers? Looks like everybody likes. I don't, know, I don't love Hoosiers. You,
5: mm. no comment. Um, but I'm gonna put in a, like a uh, Rudy. I feel like people are gonna love that movie.
6: Well, I mean, I, I do love that movie, but it's uh, so at times factually inaccurate it's like you went out there and got 13 sacks in three minutes um yeah
5: (laughs) i like remember the titans that's my favorite sports movie
6: remember the titans is good all right remember the titans andrew's going to join us now andrew does a great job with gator country he covers the florida gators and we certainly appreciate his time andrew how are you sir Think do we have Andrew? I don't think we have your mic Andrew if you can unmute your button that would be great and we'll get you right on he's going to come back bounce in. Uh Cameron says a tie for me any given Sunday and the replacements. The replacements by the way do you know this Cameron was based loosely off of a Tennessee quarterback. Did you know this Amanda?
5: No, I knew it was based on like a true story.
6: Yes tony robinson uh oh. who was on the cover of sports illustrated which was a huge huge deal back mm-hmm. in the day in 85 uh we're going to bring uh andrew back up here with Gator country but yes so there was uh, quite a bit of hullabaloo that he is an african-american and keanu reeves is white but that is loosely based off of tony robinson so andrew do we have you now do we have you dialed up now can you hear us okay Damn, there still isn't Andrew there. But, yeah, Cameron, that's a, that's a true story. So, Amanda, he actually – and I remember watching that game, and I remember Joe Theismann saying there is absolutely no way that the Redskins are going to beat the Cowboys because the Cowboys had a ton of replacement players, or they were called scab players at the time. So, they still had the Tony sets of the world. While the Redskins had just the scrubs, I mean the scabs is what they call them, and the uh, the Cowboys crossed the picket line, several of them. They probably had half their starters or so, and sure enough, Tony Robinson came in the game, much like the movie, throws some moonball pass for a touchdown, Amanda, and beats the Cowboys in a regular season game, and. The strike was over after that game. So he had to report back to prison. He was in a prison release program to work. So he had a he had to go back to prison and then he watched the Redskins actually win the Super Bowl in prison because they won in that strike-shortened season.
5: That's so awful.
6: If they hadn't beaten the Cowboys they probably wouldn't have made the playoffs. They were like right at 500.
5: That is so sad.
6: But instead of Tony Robbins, they go, whoa, got Reeves." Let's try Andrew again. See if we got Andrew in here. Andrew, are you, are you with us? Can we hear you now? I feel like we're close. There is Andrew. Andrew, how are you, sir?
4: How are you guys?
6: We are fantastic. Thanks for taking the time. Andrew Spobby joins us uh, from Gator Country. Gator Country has been around for a long, long time and they cover the Gators as well as anyone. So if you want Florida coverage, especially when Tennessee week rolls around and you're looking at that matchup, Gator Country is the place to go. So keep up the great work. So Andrew made the mistake, though, uh, of telling me that I could just lead with anything. So I'm going to do that. And, uh, Andrew, you do great work there, but I'm going to put you on the spot a little bit. What should be the biggest concern about Billy Napier? Because at SEC Media Days, every single person I talk to Loves them some Billy Napier. But what is the one concern, if you had to pick it out, that he's not the uh, superstar coach that everybody believes he is?
4: Uh, I, would, I would say pr- probably that he is his own offensive coordinator um, um, and that in the that that his quarterback play hasn't been the best at at louisiana it wasn't it was it was never ever consistent that would be my biggest concern is uh and he doesn't have a quarterback coach he's his own quarterback analyst who is his quarterback coach as well um so having those two together uh concern i am another one of those that i'm a big fan of billy napier i've been a big fan of billy napier um but those would be my two big uh concerns is just um you know him and, and that's a little bit of uh kind of what you know where we're at we don't like our head coach being the uh the offensive coordinator and for fans definitely don't after dan
6: yeah and i know a amanda wants to jump in here but if you can because of the recruiting issues that have gone back and forth between miami and florida d- describe that relationship between the Gators and the Hurricanes began.
4: It's not good, um, you know. It, it's uh, it, and it it's great for college football. I ask you this, Dave, and being up in Tennessee, but um, I think it's good. Miami and Florida State are all good football teams and don't like each other. I mean, than a than a rival. In my opinion, that's what makes college sports so great, and I mean, so what makes um, you know Yankees, Red Sox. You no, know, uh, we love that. We we love to watch them play because, because they don't. That's how it is, uh, you know. And, and it hasn't been that way in a while. You know, Manny Diary good at recruiting. Dan Mullen wasn't very good at recruiting, so they didn't have those battles um, um, before that were good. You've had battles with Florida. State. State when Jimbo Fisher was there. Billy Napier and Mario Cristobal, two guys who are really, really, really good recruiters. Uh, even background that that understand how to recruit. And, and that's two things make college football fun. Gonna make it harder to recruit in the state of Florida for sure. Uh, and uh, it's it's gonna be interesting to see which one can stand out on top. of. Cristobal, his biggest concern. Concern he is he's not the best on on uh, coach. Uh, can Billy Napier take advantage of that?
5: Yeah. Um, so, talking about Florida, are they dead set on their starting quarterback, or have you heard rumors that maybe not so much Richardson, and and maybe we're trending somewhere different?
4: It's Anthony Richardson's football team. I mean, Jack, Jack Miller is a. Is a, okay, a guy who has started to um, pick up the offense a little bit better, um, understand the game a little bit better. Um, and then you have Kitna, who is a, a, um, he's still a freshman, who's picking up the game. Uh, and then you have Max Brown, who's a freshman. So as far as Anthony Richardson can go, uh, Anthony Richardson's a guy who's, who's taken his time uh, under Mullen and, you know, Got in some a few snaps here and there, but uh, this team goes as far. as
6: Yeah.
4: Were you surprised to see
6: Tennessee was a five and a half point favorite? I thought that was a little bit high. I know the games in Knoxville and Florida's rebuilding, but I thought that was a tad bit high. I would have had it around two and a half or so.
4: Yeah. Yeah. Um. You know. You always say to. Two and a half to three is kind of what the home team gets at home, um, and so that's kind of where I expected it as well. Um, obviously, still, I mean, uh, and, and especially Florida. I mean, where does Florida's yeah. offensive, line, offensive line get better? Um, at receiver, are they better at receiver this year? Going, going forwardly, do they have enough depth to be good? Um, there's a lot of questions, and you know, for a lot of Florida after Utah and Kentucky week one and two. Um, but I did think it was a little bigger. Uh, we always know, know that game's a good football game and it's a good rivalry game. So uh, it'll be interesting to see how Hypo has his guys and uh, how Billy Napier has his guys at that week.
6: Andrew, last thing biggest concern on Florida's football team is what?
4: Depth. Depth. Quality, quality depth. Um, you know, obviously, but are they SEC quality bodies? Um, Dan Mullen was a awful. Um, you know, brought in a, a lot of guys that were, you know, just okay for football, SEC guys. Um, and that's going to be a big concern for Florida. You know, you look at uh, they're going to go Derek Wingo, Ventrell Miller, uh, Dewan Black, but then they're going to go with fresh. Go to defensive back. Uh, they're they're going to be relying on freshmen. Um, you go to the offensive line five. It's going to be guys who know, who haven't played. Um, a receiver is well there. So um, all around it's a depth issue. Uh, you know, I hit on Anthony Richardson. Uh, did something happens to him? And you know, you're you're a depth position where you don't have very much depth, quality depth. So uh, depth would be my biggest thing. And that's something Billy Napier and his guys are and, uh, being disciplined. They have to be disciplined.
6: Andrew Spivey of Gator Country, we will follow your work. And you can follow him at Andrew Spivey, S-P-I-V-E-Y, G-C, uh, at Andrew Spivey, G-C, for Gator Country. So, Andrew, I appreciate the time. Look forward to it. Stay cool down there in the Sunshine State. Yeah. thank you andrew i appreciate that boy it would i would not want to be in gainesville at this very moment there's something about gainesville in orlando when you're in florida that you don't get any of that beach breeze and it's just hotter than five darnings it's miserable I, I can, it. yeah i can remember sitting in the parade they have each night at disney and it being 94 degrees and the sun's down and the humidity's high and watch my kids have a great time sitting on the curb at Disney street or whatever they call it thinking um, might be the most miserable I've ever been in my life because I, it, it was like gross sweat, you know, the icky sweat.
5: Yeah. Where you walk out and you're immediately just soaking wet, but it's your own sweat because it's just released
6: and to, to me, it's like I could take my fingernails and rub them across my face and almost feel like there was grease there. Like it was Ew. that it was that type of humidity. Was
5: terrible. Ew. I was at I was actually in a Disney parade in Orlando for the Thanksgiving parade. I was a cheerleader in it.
6: Well, you were a full scale cheerleader. You were no mini.
5: Thank you. Viol- a joke
6: yeah that's pretty good wasn't it no that wasn't a fad joke at all it was, it was a were, joke. no it was i meant that you were a full scale you were a big part of it you weren't just many floating around Minnie doesn't say anything mickey's the star i was taking a shot at many I, I think you look fantastic all right Viles automotive group they've got integrity car shopping made easy they've got selection and they've got auto financing right there, and they keep you going with car service and repair work. That is Viles Automotive Group right there on Callahan, and you will love them. Zul Beer Company, Amanda, is uh, somebody we need to give a special shout-out to the official craft beer of off the sports.com We love Zul Beer Company. They bring us Josh Ward and they win all kinds of awards, worldwide awards in a great panoramic view of downtown. So Josh and I visited quickly, and you can check this out on our YouTube page or offthehooksports.com. Just go to offthehooksports.com. It's right there on the right-hand side, and you can see all of the podcasts we have. And goodness knows there's a lot. So here is one uh, Josh Ward as we talk about the scrimmage at Tennessee held yesterday, brought to you by Zul Beer Company battle or position are you most intrigued by josh
10: well i think left tackle is just a big unknown and i think it will be a pretty big unknown on september 1st and it might be an unknown for a few games it's a battle between jj crawford and gerald Mincy. it's very important because it's the left tackle and you have to protect hinden hooker and i don't i don't know how it's going to play out long term my guess is that jj crawford is tennessee's starter in the opener but I would also guess that we probably see both players. So that's to me easily the most important position battle. You have other spots on offense at wide receiver guys that are competing to either be a starter or for playing time in the rotation at wide receiver. You have guys competing at corner. That competition is actually it's being held off a little bit because Kamal Haddon's been out for several days now and he has a good chance to be a starter, but he's not practicing right now and could have used the scrimmage time. But You're going to see a lot of guys out there probably over the course of the season. Tackle is the one where you want to find who your starting left tackle is and you need that player to play at a high level. Is there any chance the Vols are mishandling
6: that situation? I want to ask Josh that question. First, remind you, Beer, downtown Knoxville, has the panoramic view of the city. You're going to love hanging out there, but you're going to love the award-winning beer as well. Go to Zulbeer.com to learn more Beer. the official craft beer of off the hook sports. Josh, in terms of the way they're handling this tackle position. So old school would be plug the guy in who's played left tackle the year before, which is Darnell, Wright, It's your best player, plug him in at left tackle and figure out the right tackle thing, but they're not going to do that. They are going to play Darnell Wright on the right side and left tackle. So just in terms of, the whole concept philosophically behind that it's weird to me Uh, i've heard some coaches say that in this particular offense pass protection is that not that much different as far as your footwork i I have trouble believing that it's kind of like when dave clausen told me it was okay to flip-flop your offensive line in the very first press conference i was like that doesn't sound right so but we'll see um It it seems weird to me, but it may work out great. And goodness knows, except for naming the wrong starting quarterback last year, what has this coaching staff done wrong? Not a lot. So I think they deserve the benefit of the doubt. So today's tough question. I can play the element again if you want me to.
5: No, no, no. No, we're good.
6: You're good without the element?
5: I think it should just be one time. It's a one-time thing. We don't need to. But I
6: worked really hard on that.
5: Okay, play the
6: element. I'm not going to play the element. All right, so Justin said, how about Blue Chips, Days of Thunder, White Men Can't Jump, The Sandlot, Happy Gilmore, Moneyball. Justin and I need to watch movies together. Love Blue Chips. Love Days of Thunder. Love, love, love White Men Can't Jump. Thought The Sandlot was the most overrated sports movie of all time. Justin, I'm sorry.
5: Is that crazy? Those are fighting words.
6: I know. I know. I, and I've watched it three times to try to win myself over. I can't explain it.
5: Fighting words.
6: So you're a big Sandlot gal?
5: I'm, I'm not saying I'm a big Sandlot gal, but those are fighting words for a lot of people. Sandlot is like a cult classic for a lot of people.
6: It's almost like right there between a cult classic and a mainstream classic. So people are very passionate about it, but a lot of people are passionate about it. So trust me, I get ripped a lot on that one. Justin said it's a coming of age story. Well, I understand the concept. Justin, thank you. It is. He's right. All right. So today's tough question. I know you've already got it on the Twitter machine. What are we going with? I do hope you included white men can't jump.
5: I didn't. I did ah. four. I'm sorry.
6: It's my, fault. it's my fault. I had an opportunity to insert my opinion, and I, I
5: chose one. I did four, and it's not the best four, but it's just – there's so many of them, it's difficult. So I did Field of Dreams, Rudy, Remember the Titans, and Moneyball.
6: Okay. I'll, out of that group, I will go – Filled the dreams since for me it's not close. The scene at the end with the dad, and I get sucked in. It's a story about faith. And you watch it, and then the scene at the end with the dad always makes me tear up. And so to me, out of those four, it definitely repeat those again for those listening. Um, because for me it's it's filled with dreams.
5: So it's filled of dreams, Rudy, remember the Titans, and Moneyball. I personally like um draft day. So re- it's if you haven't seen Draft Day, just go see Draft Day, or you can't go see it, but rent it or stream it or whatever. It's worth it. Like it's it will hype you up for the NFL draft. It really will.
6: Yeah, I'll just run down to Blockbuster, pick me up a copy. Are you old enough to remember doing that, standing in front of the Blockbuster aisles for? hours on end trying to pick your movie because you could only get two or three and you can only have them for like what 24 and a half hours or something it was so so awkward compared to what we're used to now
5: i know and then you had to rewind it because if you didn't, <laughs> oh, it,
6: it didn't rewind yeah, you got charged
5: your parents were so mad <laughs> but yeah it was i it was i was really young when that happened but i remember one movie got released or something and we like raced to the blockbuster to get it. And you, it would have like the box in front of it, but then you'd move the box and it was gone. And like the whole row was just these random boxes and there was nothing in there.
6: Nice line by orange blood uh, draft day is definitely fiction because it's the only way the Browns will have a good draft.
5: Yeah. Yeah. That's why it's so good though. All the all the best stories are the the ones that are fictional for the most part. So that's why it's so good.
6: Hey, I know you have strong feelings on the Deshaun Watson thing, but just uh, I, as a whole, I just want to ask you this. Who looks worse in the way this has been handled? Deshaun Watson. Um, is it Jimmy Haslam? Is it the NFL? Or is it the public for jumping to conclusions? If I gave you those four. Who's most culpable?
5: Can I put a fifth one in there? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> I, I mean, I guess it's the NFL, but Roger Goodell has handled this terribly.
6: Right. This should have been a one day news story. Well, this not,
5: have been done and over.
6: Yeah. The, the conclusion should have been a one day news story. Obviously, it's going to drag on with settling lawsuits, but the conclusion should have been done. We should. Yeah. A-
5: apparently, it started with one. One person who went after, who sued Deshaun, it was one individual <clears throat> and was willing to settle out of court. And Deshaun said, no, I'm not giving you a dime. I didn't do this. And then it went from that to.
6: Yeah. Well, the, that, that may well be the case. I just think the NFL, as good as are, RPR, just blows me away how they didn't handle this better. And then. Justin said I can watch the last four minutes of Rudy and it makes me cry. Maybe sometime we'll have Rudy Rudiger on the program because that way we don't even have to talk. Like if it's a day where we're having a sore throat, you can just ask one question and he'll just go for the rest of the time. He'll fill up 90 minutes. <laughs> no have
5: you met time. him?
6: Yes, several times. Okay. It, yes. And he he can he can fill up an hour pretty pretty quickly uh so where do we lead what what leads right now in the top move
5: so at the moment we are tied for rudy and remember the titans 50 50.
6: rudy's pretty good the whole jersey thing laying on the desk was a little bit over the top by the way there's preseason football this weekend so where do you need to be big orange phillies how about big orange phillies Right there in downtown halls on Maynardville Pike. It's easy to get to from Maynardville. It's easy to get to anywhere in North Knoxville. Big Orange Phillies. It is family friendly and it is full of entertainment. Billiards, darts, karaoke, and uh, cornhole. And they've got it all right there. What do you think you could beat me worst at? Billiards, cornhole, or darts? Darts. If we did a trio of those three, would you win w- zero, one, two, or three?
5: I'd win at least two. Oh. I used to work in a in a pool hall, so
6: I would hustle you. You'd be, but you'd be buying me like the double meat, right big orange filly right there, big orange filly. That's uh-huh. yeah, because I'm. Well, I'm just, okay, I'll be honest. I'm really horrible. I'm really horrible at billiards because my dad is left-handed. I learned to shoot left-handed, which is, I'm right-handed.
5: Yeah, that did work. It's the one thing I do
6: left-handed. And I can't do anything with my left hand. I can't brush my teeth. I can't do anything with my left hand except shoot pool. So it is really ugly. There is, though, that what I call the two to four beer Amount in there that if you get two to four, I'm, I'm pretty good uh, from two to four. And then after four, I go downhill pretty quickly. So, yeah. But anyway, um, so coming up on the program, we are going to hear from Jacob Warren as he talks a little bit of Brew McCoy. And again, if you want to reset today's tough question, what is that again?
5: What is the best sports movie of all time? You have Field of Dreams, Rudy, Remember the Titans, and Moneyball.
6: I'm going to say something crazy.
5: Okay.
6: I I like King Richard better than all those movies.
7: Wow.
6: Now, if you throw Rocky or Rocky II into the mix, then King Richard's A Distant Third.
5: I left Rocky out just because I, I figured that would just be like a...
6: Isn't it weird how there are never good sequels in movies yet the two greatest movies, in my opinion, of the 70s, the sequel was better than the original, The Godfather and Rocky. Give you something to think about during this two minute break. Don't know why mm. that popped into my head, but have you ever thought about that? Rocky 2 yeah. better. He wins.
5: The I didn't God- watch Rocky or Rocky 2.
6: Pretend <gasps> <gasps> that didn't happen. Uh, we, we can we get together like uh, do uh, get the families together and watch some, watch some Rocky? I feel like I you don't, like that.
5: it's just the, the blood and the punching, it just
6: I don't <laughs> well, the first two, especially the first one, are especially gory, so you would, yeah, you would probably not like that, but it was a staunch reminder of what these guys put their bodies through. So, coming up, it'll be. Jacob Warren will talk about Brew McCoy, the latest on if that receiver will be eligible for Tennessee. And Amanda, we're getting to the point where this is getting kind of serious because of the Thursday night game. So they'll have another scrimmage on Sunday, and then suddenly you're getting pretty close to game week. So you, you have to know if Brew McCoy is able to play a week before the Thursday night opener. I mean, you've got to put him in the game plan. You've got to know. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I think Josh Heupel is a young coach. It doesn't want to say, hey, NCAA, get off your rear and do something about it. But more established coaches like Nick Saban probably would, whether it would be private or I know Philip Vollmer used to, at some point in camp, three weeks deep, he would probably say something public. And then something usually got done because the NCAA is absolutely lazy. Back in two minutes with Jacob Warren and also message board bingo, a game that I dominate like no other, and a game that makes Amanda dance. Can you do the dance again as we go to break? Perfect. <laughs> Check that on YouTube for those listening. We appreciate that as well. Back in two minutes.
2: It's Gary Viles here, Viles Automotive on Callahan Drive. I've been selling cars here in East Tennessee for 27 years. In that time, I've come to realize it's not about the car. It's about you, the customer. So I'm here to take care of you just like family. Good credit,
9: bad credit, you name it, we can get you taken care of. If we don't have it, we can find it for you. We can go
2: across the country to get any vehicle that you want. And here at Viles Automotive, we don't believe in fake numbers. We just give you great deals. And as always, we want, we need, and we
9: appreciate your business.
7: Do you want to own the more that owns every job? Then get to Vashti Lawn and Garden in Cleveland and get you a Toro. I'm David Vashti, here to talk to you about Toro. With a Toro Zero turn, you'll get more out of every minute and you'll reach the finish line faster. At Bassie's, we like to say, no matter if you're mowing three acres a week or 11 lawns a day, homeowners and business owners alike find confidence in equipment they can trust from top to bottom. Bassie Lawn and Garden, Highway 60 North in Cleveland. Man alive, it's worth the drive.
9: This is Steve Rain. I own the Midnight Oil and Michelin Tire Direct service station here in Ottawa. It's not a fancy place, never has been, but it's a clean place with clean restrooms and good folks who work here.
6: All right, with the Mandela Fraud, I'm Dave Hooker. It is time for the award-winning segment that is sweeping the nation. It's unbelievable. It's message board bingo. Can you tell us where or what fan base made these message board posts? Well, how yeah. challenging are they today? Amanda, scale of one to ten. How challenging are they?
5: <clears throat> they are not that bad.
6: They're not that bad. You think I'll get them? I sent you one. I don't use any that I send. I just thought I
5: should. Not... It is funny. But no, they're like a four, maybe.
6: Okay. So am I allowed to do this in my Regis voice? Regis Silvan?
5: If you must.
6: You don't like the Regis voice at all?
5: They all sound the same.
6: It's very hurtful. Do you
5: want
6: me to read mine in my Wisconsin voice? Yeah, I'll do Regis, who I think is from Wisconsin, right? No, I think he's from New York City. Um, but oh, yeah. you can do yours in your Wisconsin voice. All right, go ahead and start with message board bingo. And let's see if I can guess... The uh, fanatic fan base that just has crazy things to say about their team and other teams as well. Message board bingo, brought to you today by our friends at Alice Nest Barbecue. Alice Nest Barbecue has it all right there. Alice Nest Barbecue has the wood pellets. They have the chips. They have everything you need. Uh, the smoking pellets. They've got the grills, they've got the sauces, and they got the rub. The Thousand S Barbecue right next to Steve Ray's Midnight Oil, which will take care of your car. Alright, message board, bingo. Here we go. I'm excited. Let's do this, Amanda. This only okay. happens once a day.
5: Yeah, I gotta do my Wisconsin accent. Gosh. Okay, yeah, this is what I live with. So, I'm beginning to think that, yes, he is. The more I read about a canine okay, in practice. I think
6: can do that. Can't do it. David doesn't sound like that, and you can't do that.
5: He does. Maybe if you ever, crippled,
6: but ar- if you, but it's unique. You, you
5: watch him if you watch him with like a a Green Bay game on. It is throw the flag, throw the flag, Rogers, Rogers. That is like David. Yeah, well, he's great.
6: You guys come, uh, we'll we'll make that happen. You come to the house, and uh, Chanda will. She cooks incredible chicken wings. They're unbelievable. The only one down is for it. Orange Phillies, but don't tell her I said so. And okay, so read this first one. The excitement. Beg-
5: I'm beginning to think that, yes, he is. The more I read about a canine at practice, the more concerned I get about our games. Supposedly, we have this pro mindset, but I doubt a pro team that is a winner has a dog at practice.
6: That's a dog. (laughs) Smokey's birthday was two days ago. I've never seen Smokey at a practice. Oh, gosh, Amanda. This is really... So, it has to be somebody that has a dog as a mascot, right? Okay, so you know Kirby Smart's not going to allow a bulldog. Gosh.
5: Really?
6: I'm really struggling. I'm going to go Mike Leach. It's
5: Ole Miss. Oh, dog.
6: oh yeah. He has a Twitter for his dog, doesn't he?
5: Yes. Hmm. My Lord. Oh,
6: for one, I'm ashamed of myself. All right. I'm
5: ashamed of you. As... Let's see if I
6: can get to one or two. I believe in myself. Message board bingo continues now.
5: All right. So I say hire him. Who knows what kind of Blank he's got on OU. Plus, he's a very good recruiter with an established network and an overlapping recruiting region. Can Let I tell
6: people, mis- people one second? They're already ready to get rid of Brent Pinnables, and it's the middle of August. Go ahead. I'm sorry.
5: Yeah. Let OU's mistake be our gain.
6: Um. I'm going to say that, that somebody that hates Oklahoma and wants to hire Lane Kiffin for some reason.
5: What? Why would they want to hire Lane Kiffin?
6: Because he's an offensive coach, and they like offensive Oklahoma. Uh, and it wouldn't be Oklahoma State, because they got the mullet, Mike Gundy there. So who would it be that would want to hire an offensive mind? I'm going to go – I think this is a very solid pick. I'm going to go – with Iowa State.
5: It is Oklahoma State. It is Oklahoma State? They've got Mike Gundy. They want kale. Kale, yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Apparently, they want kale.
6: So I'm going to have a losing record. I'm the Jeremy Pruitt of Message Board Bingo. Yeah. Let's go ahead and get the final one out of the way so I can stop embarrassing myself. Okay.
5: But don't think for a second if the Big Ten opens up a permanent revenue gap on the SEC that a certain school in Austin, Texas wouldn't hesitate to abandon a conference that many of its alums are ambivalent about to join one that has more academic peers. And if that happens, anyone is in play. That one's a hard one. (laughs) <laughs> I was Sorry. like, am I stupid? That okay. one's a
6: hard one. <laughs> I, was, I was trying to narrow it down by region the country. Maybe
5: we'll try. Let's try a different one because that one what was difficult. that
6: one is so hard?
5: That one was very difficult. Okay. It's so different? let's try this one. That, that well, wait, was Michigan. I got to restart way. the team.
6: That was Michigan.
5: Okay, <laughs> yeah.
6: So we're, we're I would have never. You could give me a hundred picks and oh. I would be like one-on-one Michigan. All right, let's go with another one to see if I get one correct.
5: It's really no surprise at all if you think about it. It's spelled C-O-L-L-U-S-I-O-N. Texas, Oklahoma, Alabama, and LSU all are the big U of their state with little competition, are working together to weaken our recruiting edge from last year. They've enlisted their friends in the media to tout, to tout the same exact talking point day after day.
6: So this is somebody that's jealous of those big-time programs, right? Yes. Oh, my gosh. And I'm going to say it's somewhere in mid-America, which now we call it the Southeast because the SEC expansion in Texas and Oklahoma. So I... Oh gosh. Um... You know, I will take actually Oklahoma State again.
5: Wait, can I give you a hint?
6: I would love a (laughs) hint.
5: What? So we celebrated a special day.
6: Run over a squirrel for a hint.
5: (laughs) (laughs) Wow. In August, we celebrated a special day for this school. (laughs) Okay. I actually saw a squirrel growl at a growl at a bird but anyway continue
6: it's awesome did anybody did anybody catch this about the squirrel white when he visited with the media earlier this week he said so these squirrels got you know the story got after his great-grandmother's tomatoes so she he said i would always move as a baby when the squirrels would move so she called me squirrel well why did he move I thought about it. Like, why would he move when the squirrels move? So she's screaming at the squirrels while she's holding the baby. Think about it. That's the only way that it makes sense. Get away from my tomato, squirrel. <laughs> I get it. That, does that all make sense? I don't know that it's true, but it makes sense.
5: I think you'll have to ask him. Oh,
6: well, I will. And then the baby and the squirrel yeah. jump. Yeah, that's not good. Nobody wants that. Mm-hmm. You know with very, that very dates, needs to chill out. Needs to chill out with some craft treats. Craft treats has the minor cannabinoids uh, that absolutely increase the benefits of CBD, whether it's squirrel rod anxiety or storm squirrel anxiety or any sort of squirrel anxiety. No, it's for your pets.
5: Squirrel it's, ride. What's a squirrel ride?
6: I don't know, like a squirrel is uh, riding in the car. He gets all anxious and nervous.
5: Oh, I thought you were like, somebody's riding a squirrel. And I was like, this is very odd.
6: No, go, go to craft treats. Must be a small yeah. person. Must be, I don't know. ant like, like a jockey. Could be a jockey riding a squirrel. Mm-hmm. Probably not. Craft Treats. Go to crafttreats.com and they will take care of your pet. And my pet actually is having more craft treats because I hate to say this. I don't know. It'll make you sad because you love pets. Getting a little bit older. Been eating the treats with the kids uh, in town for the summer. Getting a little fatter. And he had his first.
1: Aren't we
6: all? <laughs> he, had his, he had his first um, error on the bed beam. So, like he was trying to jump on the bed and he didn't quite make it and went right back down. That was the first time. And that was incredibly sad. And so now we lift him onto the bed. And I guess we'll get him those little bed stairs. Get
5: a ramp.
6: I'm not getting a ramp. Start to use a curse word. I'm not getting a ramp for If He can't get up there. It's his own fault. <gasps> Take better care of yourself. Do some dog squats.
5: Dog squats?
6: <laughs> yes. One and two and one and two. That's what Kanye West rapped about. For Not, the- dog
5: <laughs> Not dog squats.
6: Not dog squats.
5: Might have been some kind of dog, something in there, but it wasn't squats.
6: Some dog something. All right. So how did I do a message board bingo? I, was, I think I was three and out. Yeah.
5: No, you haven't. You haven't, like, chosen the last one.
6: Oh. Give it to me again, one more time. <sighs>
5: All right, so I'm just going to let you know, hopefully, that after your brain just reset, you might get it. Um, we celebrated a day in August for this specific team. It's really no surprise at all if you think about it. It's spelled C-O-L-L-U-S-I-O-N. Texas, OU, Alabama, and LSU <clears throat> all are the big U of their Auburn. state of the competition. Hold on. Are working together to weaken our recruiting edge from last year. They have enlisted their friends in the media to tout the same exact talking point day after day.
6: Oh, it's a And M.
5: There, there you go.
6: Great class last year. You know that class. That, that that class may be one of the most transformative in the history of college football. Because I don't. I don't far. Well, work with me here for just a second.
5: Okay.
6: Not what it'll do on the field. But the fact that I think Texas and Oklahoma felt pressure to follow suit with A&M and go to the SEC because they saw what you're able to recruit to in the SEC. <clears throat> there are a lot of kids that come out of Texas that want to play in the SEC throughout the years. When I covered recruiting closely, they, they wanted to play in the SEC. So now you get the best of both worlds. So that was a pretty tough recruiting battle for Texas against A&M. And it's really weird to me, too. Amanda, do You you're younger than me. How do you view Texas A&M and Texas? It's peers. One's greater than the other. Because I can tell you 20 years ago that if you would have said Texas A&M is even in the ballpark of Texas, you would have been laughed out of the room.
5: Yeah, it's, but now I feel that- like it's similar to Michigan, Michigan State. You remember, like, Michigan was like the, the dog. And then one time they decided that they were going to say that Michigan State was their little brother and they have not been able to live that one down in quite a while when Michigan has been, or Michigan state's been like stomping that, you know, up and down the field. So that Texas, Texas a m <clears throat> is very similar to me as Michigan and Michigan state.
6: Will Brew McCoy be <clears throat> the receiver that transferred from Southern California? If so, then Tennessee has one of the most athletic explosive duos of receivers in the entire nation, not just the SEC. Now, Brew McCoy comes in with some baggage. Uh, he wasn't charged with any crime, but there was allegations of some sort of abuse or assault, but nothing came of that. And, but he did transfer to Texas and then back to Southern Cal and now to Tennessee. So three transfers in a little more than a year is odd. So there's some baggage there. There's no guarantee he'll be eligible. I think he will. But I was just curious to ask Jacob Warren, who you can hear on OffTheHookSports.com, don't forget to like and subscribe to get these podcasts on a daily basis. I was just curious, what's this Brew McCoy kid like? And this is what Jacob had to say. Now transferring is is so normal and such a part of it that you really expect those guys to step in and have an impact from day <laughs> one. In, in particular with Brew, I mean, you've been around him since he's on on your side of the ball. I think transferring three times back to Texas, to Texas, back to Southern Cal, and now to Tennessee. I think concerns some Tennessee fans. But what are your just your impressions of him as as a person, as a teammate, as an individual?
8: Yeah, um, obviously, I don't know how to say this. I guess without knowing um someone's character and just kind of background and their situation and and knowing a lot of the details about you know things that go on and and what what happens um it's easy to be like oh like you said earlier like oh something's wrong with this kid obviously he can't stick anywhere he he's gotten you know pushed out of every place he's been whatever um but once you like actually sit down and get to know the guys and um get to know them like i said on a deeper level um, like, it doesn't really matter to me why he transferred or, or, or what the reason was or, <clears throat> you know what I mean? He's here and he's always treated me with respect and um, has just been a great person to be around. You know, he's part of kind of uh, our little a little bit of our little group that we hang out with outside of football. And um, he, so he's around quite a bit and I've got to know him pretty well. And like I said, I mean, it's just another guy, you know, what I mean, just another guy on the team at this point. Just another guy on the team that happens to be one of the top receiver prospects of his
6: class um, that is six foot four, maybe even six foot five, based off some conversations I've had with some people, maybe even more talented than Cedric Tillman. But other yeah, than that, calm down. Well, I'm just some people think he may be more talented. We'll see. That all plays itself out. But some people think that.
5: I don't think it should be a competition between him and Cedric. I mean, no. Cedric is all all – he's been, you know, <clears throat> I mean, here working with Hendon and, and then somebody else comes in and it's like, oh, is he better than – no. Just like, let's keep them in separate tabs. You know what I'm saying? I'm,
6: I'm fine with that. Um, but I
5: think – I don't think that Tennessee – with Josh Heupel, I think he's being very careful around the NCAA right now because at this moment the NCAA still has the power to come down on Tennessee with the whole Pruitt scandal. So, no. I don't I don't mind Josh Heupel not like ruffling feathers as far as Bruce McCoy is concerned.
6: No, I got no problem with that whatsoever. It's time for this day in sports history. This day in sports history, we take a look back at Well, what happened? This day in sports history, how hard is that? Not difficult. This
0: day in sports history, putting things in perspective, exclusively on Off the Hook Sports with Dave Hooker. You're so old. When you were a kid, rainbows were black and white. And Amanda Lafrata. Two kids on the block just
6: called. They wanted you as a backup dancer. All right, Amanda, what do you got this day in sports history?
5: All right, we're going back to nineteen eighty four when the US beat Spain to win the men's basketball gold medal at the Los Angeles Olympics. Patrick Ewing and Michael Jordan were the stars of that team.
6: Oh wow. We talk about the dream team and rightly so, but that was a pretty darn good team there too. Yeah. Now it was so it was eighty eighth that they lost, right? And that's what put um, the team together, I'm wanting to say. Anyway, I shouldn't speculate. On the live broadcast, but I just did. All right. What else happened in the state in sports history?
5: That's on you. No, I, I give you one.
6: Oh, so you got one for me?
5: I mean, I have a lot, but I was going to let you go.
6: No, this is all you.
8: Okay.
5: okay. So in 1997, oh. I have a couple of 1997 ones. The Anaheim Angels' Tony Phillips was arrested for purchasing cocaine. You just wanted to have a good time
6: just a Random shot at Poor Tony this, He's still with, this is sitting somewhere he went. I wonder if somebody He's taking a random This day in sports history shot at me Which we are
5: And then in the same Day in 97 So one guy's low point is another guy's High point Because well, Atlanta Braves sure Pretty high well, You know what I'm saying. Atlanta Braves signed Greg Maddox to then a record five-year, $57.5 million deal, which is insane to think of that now. Insane. Like That was a record wow. setting. Yeah. <clears throat> and that set records. Yeah.
6: So it was soon after that A-Rod, I believe, got the $250 million contract from the Rangers, and then everything went awry. I read one story that everything you need to know about A-Rod was in this one story. And that was, he didn't care if he was the highest paid baseball player. He wanted to be the highest paid professional athlete. So he wanted to make sure his contract was a dollar more than Kevin Garnett at Minnesota. Does that not tell you how petty so A-Rod is? <laughs> is that not just it's
5: so dumb. I wish I had that much money to worry about. Yeah, you know what? I need a dollar more just so I can be the the highest paid athlete in the world. Thank you.
6: Yeah, I mean, I'm all about go get yours. But you got
5: yours. You got yours.
6: Yeah, if you made a dollar less, it's still a quarter of a billion dollars.
5: You got yours. Keep it going. Yeah,
6: uh pay it forward? Is that how is what the kids like to call it?
5: Mm, pay it forward is more like buy the person behind you in the Starbucks line or not Starbucks, but you know what I'm saying? They use Starbucks as an example by the person behind you in the Jimmy John's line uh, sandwich or something. That's the pay it forward thought anyway.
6: Does anybody ever, do you ever do that? The pay it forward?
5: I do it, but I do it in a um, different way. Like I, I do it. Um, I'll give you an example, and I'm not going to name names or anything, but a friend of mine, she has been struggling as of late. She battled cancer, went through all this stuff, but she's been, yeah, but she's beat it and she's been struggling as of late. And so she is a very proud and independent lady. And she finally just like kind of broke down and said, look, I need, I need help. I've been trying, I've been getting by, but it's not looking good. I can't get a job because of everything I've gone through. And she's constantly looking for jobs and stuff. And so um, she was just like, I'm sorry to have to ask anybody, but if you had any kind of anything, you could throw it my way, you know, stuff like that. And so David and I discussed it and we, and we did something like that. Cause we think that people need, you know, you well, need to take care of everybody. Well,
6: let's, yeah. Let's talk off the air and see what else we can do. Okay. I want okay, to. that sounds good. Yeah, I would. Uh, I would love to do that. So yeah, um, she's a great
5: person. So yeah,
6: we'll we'll find a we'll find a way to do something. Um, you know, we've we've got a member of our our work family whose daughter is uh, in a battle. He's been very public with on social media. So, um, <clears throat> and we want to do everything we can to support them. I mean, cancer is horrible enough when you're in your 60s yeah. or 70s. But goodness gracious! Having it as a young person, um, we, I guess this was—we were in our mid-thirties. Um, this would have been around 2015, so I guess late thirties, um, and right at forty. And uh, one of the, I, she was second, I believe, in uh, most attractive in our class. And not that that matters, but she had that glowing sort of personality that went along with being good looking. It wasn't just that she was good looking. And uh, sure enough, she got it. And the first thing you think is, oh, they're going to beat that. They beat that every time. They don't. And she passed away before 40 years old. And it was just um, heart wrenching. And, you know, I think about her every day because when we share our content to different Facebook groups, we still have the love for Gina Facebook groups that we built. And it it, I see it every day. And if it doesn't make you thankful for for what you have, then, man, there's plenty of plenty of reasons to be thankful. There's plenty of people that are going through a lot more than we are. All right. So tomorrow on the program, we're going to have more from the Vols. Also, I think we'll uh, start to get uh, take a little bit of a look at Georgia as well. We'll take a look at the Bulldogs. So a lot going on on the program tomorrow. So new time. Remember this, eight 30 and be sure and hit that subscribe button. And another thing I want to be sure and mention, turn the notifications on. Okay. Cause I get notifications. Now I'm learning this whole YouTube thing. Four months (laughs) ago, I didn't know if it was just a letter or if it was spelled out Y O U, but now I got it. So I set my notifications on for the ones I like. So if if you like us more importantly amanda because you probably don't like me a lot of people don't like me
5: that's false
6: no what about that but what about so somebody uh, if, if i may say so real quick somebody uh, got on demand about something on a message for them it doesn't matter but she's going to be popular and that's going to happen but then the one i sent you last night how much did i get rid wow of scorched earth was that not
5: five pages of ripped like good <laughs> night i was like okay i don't feel so bad about the one guy that said i was annoying so okay thank you
6: i mean it just yeah. kept going and i sent it to you in hopes of making you feel a little bit better and then and then um i read it and it kind of brought me down so, don't
5: do that how many days until tennessee football starts uh
6: it'd be 22 correct
5: well well it's on me about doing the countdown. So
6: okay. So yeah, actually I meant to do that. Uh who wore the number twenty-two? Do you care to guess? There was my cousin. did not count. So did Emmett Smith. Okay. Doesn't count. All
5: right.
6: All right. So you should know this guy. Super fast. He was a Calvin
5: Kamara? No, no, he didn't wear twenty-two.
6: A little older than that. He played for the Dallas Cowboys, played for the Giants, played football at Tennessee. He was a sprinter.
5: Why would I know that?
6: He wore number 22 because he was from Alabama, and Alabama did not recruit him. Um, And he wore number 22, Richmond Flowers. Richmond Flowers. Those a little bit older than you would know who he was. He's from Dothan, Alabama. He's 75 years old now, but he went in the second round. Yeah, so win the second round of the 69 NFL draft. But uh, he was the son of Richmond Flowers Sr., which was an anti-segregationist um, who served a uh, tumultuous term as Alabama's attorney general. So this guy's family was in the thick of segregation.
5: Is so- that what that movie is based off of? King Richard? No, not King Richard. The, the movie about the lawyer... Deep, I think it's Alabama, and he was like in the middle of all of that. He was What's one it? of the first like black lawyers in Alabama or something like that. Deep really? South, I can't remember what it was.
6: Richmond was white, is
5: oh, never white.
6: But um, it's definitely movie worthy if you read into Richmond Flowers. He's the, one of the all time favorite Tennessee players and one that slipped away from Alabama, but just an incredible sprinter. And just credible speed and played in the league and um yeah, he wore and that when did he go? The into the when did he get drafted?
5: Um well yeah, whatever. When when was he in college?
6: He got drafted in sixty nine, so he was a – he was So second- he
5: could have played for Coach Bryant and he didn't?
6: Oh, I don't think Alabama offered him. Oh,
5: okay. Okay. Never mind then.
6: I mean that's what I've been told. Like, goodness gracious, I'm not that old. I didn't cover it that long ago, but I've been told that that he didn't get serious interest by alabama so. I think so well and and also i want to say that somebody told me once that he kind of wanted to get away from alabama too because his family had been at the center of that for so long
2: That's and fair.
6: and tennessee doesn't get enough credit for being one of the most open-minded schools not only in the sec of the nation they had the uh, first african-american uh, college football player. They had the first African American uh, quarterback in the SEC, which is Condridge Holloway. They, they've they've broken a lot more barriers than people give them credit for. So, nevertheless, Alabama we'll had the
5: first African
6: American player. Uh, uh, we'll check on that and get back to you at eight thirty in the morning. We'll talk to you then. Be sure and subscribe and listen and set your notifications. On she's Amanda LaFraud. I'm Dave Hooker. This has been a production. Of off the hook sports, have a fantastic day, night, morning. Gosh, I sound like Tom Hanks in that show. Good evening, good morning. What's the name of that show?
5: I think that's the Movement. Truman Show, and that's not
6: good evening, not good Tom Hanks. Morning. Whenever you're listening, same difference. It's not Tom
5: Hanks. No, the Truman Show. That's um. And
6: Gary, all right, have Truman a fantastic day, everyone. She's a mandala fraud. on am